0: From the depths of our nightmares to the haunting of the witching hour.
1: We present to you Crazy Hexy Ghoul. I'm Kelly. And I'm Marlo. So come and join us
0: as we obsess over ghosties and shit. Did you just say ghosties and shit? Hell yeah, I did. You guys, shit's about to get real.
1: Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode.
0: Hey! It's been a while. I
1: know. It's that time of the year when it's almost Halloween. Like September and October are Halloween. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. Yeah.
0: Yes, everything starts Halloween. to get colder.
1: Falls on its way.
0: Yep, I makes me happy. so excited. Me too. And me too. Michaels has all their Halloween stuff fuck out now. Yes. I'm not gonna say how many times <laughs> I've gone to Michaels <laughs> since it's had its Halloween stuff out for the past mm-hmm. like two weeks. Yeah. I've spent a lot of money.
1: Like how much are we talking here? Don't worry. Okay. Got it. okay i'm gonna throw a number out there and when i get to it you're gonna blink okay <laughs> 50 bucks no please. 100 bucks
0: i'm i think i'm gonna stop this oh, game right now
1: <laughs> you know what i i spent like 40 bucks the other day so i i get it it's easy to mm. like get in your halloween tunnel vision and just yeah. like, go for all the like good shit
0: well especially when there's like a bunch of sales on mm-hmm. everything
1: i know that's how they get you man
0: it is yeah. how they get you
1: Also, I just want to say at Michael's, if you go into like the fine arts department, there is a voice that'll like come overhead. I think it's like a security measure. So basically, like if you're trying to steal, it'll like scare you to like not steal. Like that's (laughs) their security tactic, which I kind of love it though. It's like, hey, I can see you. Don't steal that. (laughs) So the voice that comes over is Aaron Minky. Isn't that crazy? He has the podcast lore. Um, He tells some pretty good stories, so... So I'm going to hype up Aaron Manke. Uh Good job, <laughs> nice. buddy. You're doing it. <laughs> Welcome to the fine arts department. And I'm like, fucking Aaron Mankey." <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. I am so excited, though, until like Target has all their Halloween stuff <laughs> out and like Big Lots and mm-hmm. every place. I want to hit up every place for Halloween yeah. stuff. They can't stop me.
1: Oh, they're not going to stop me. They can't stop you. me, no. You are a force. You're a Halloween force to be reckoned with.
0: I sure am. Yep. Aww. Mm-hmm.
1: I can see the twinkle in your eye as you talk about it. hmm That makes me happy.
0: It's, uh, it's my favorite season.
1: <laughs> Mine, too.
0: Also, for everyone listening, if we sound a little different, our setup's a little different. Yeah. We're at my house, actually. In yep. my downstairs living room, um, we tried <laughs> aka a basement. What the basement? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and we tried to record this like last week. Yes, and we have like two hours of recordings that mm-hmm. just sound terrible. I know, but like our
1: content was popping. It was. Like, it was probably one of our best shows that we've recorded. And then we go back to edit it, and like we're in a tin can. It didn't feel good. It sucked right. big time. So I hope, like, I hope we do it justice. Yeah. yeah, definitely awful. Yeah, sure. so...
0: Right now, we are we have two of those fold-out tables that like you eat ki- like dinners on. We have two of those, one for me, one for Arlo, and in the middle, we have this giant cardboard box for sound quality, basically.
1: When we say we're in a home studio, we mean we are in like a box in the home studio, straight we up. We sure
0: are. Huh, now. It's a step
1: up from the closet, because I know a lot of people record in their closets, which yeah. no shame. Yeah. You know, we try to get that good audio. Everybody wants that good audio.
0: Right you do what you gotta do you
1: do you do what you gotta do
0: all right are we ready to get into the show yeah
1: so today kelly and i are going to talk about national parks missing persons cases and haunted forests good stuff I definitely want to go first.
0: <laughs> what are you covering today? Oh, before we start, yes. I want to mention the candle that you got me. So Arlo brought me over this little pumpkin candle and it's from cinnamon. Target. It's so cute. <laughs> I just love it. It's like this orange pumpkin made mm-hmm. of glass and then it has like a cinnamon candle in it. Oh Ugh. my
1: God. Look, so I bought you this specific candle because we're always talking about like hot toddies around this time of year. We're like, and you didn't know what a hot toddy was. so I had to like school you on what a hot toddy was. Uh huh. And I saw this candle and it was like spiced cider. And I was like oh fucking hot toddy and i was like kelly this is you so i bought it for you it obviously smells so and good. Um, you can get it at target and it's c- because target now has all of their fall candles out and look i'm not gonna lie to you i bought six candles i gave you one and now i have five fall candles nice they're popping
0: also mm-hmm. in order to get me in the halloweeny mood i've <laughs> started to play this new game that came out called cult of the lambs
1: Ooh. and
0: you start your own death cult basically It's so freaking fun. (laughs) If you want to try it out, you can play it over on my uh, computer if you want.
1: In the future, hell to the S.
0: You go on these like little quests to gain more followers. (laughs) Doing certain actions will either help you out in the long run or it'll gain more faith in your religion. It's so (laughs) fun.
1: So I did two stories. The first story is about the parallel forest here in Oklahoma. I kind of wanted to do something that uh, was a little close to home. You know, because you always hear these stories and they're always like way out in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, this is in the middle of nowhere, but you know what I mean, like it takes place here in our hometown. The parallel forest is right here in Oklahoma, and it's close to Lawton, which is in the Wichita Mountains. There are more accurate directions on Google. You can find it literally anywhere. So if you're from Oklahoma and you want to go to the Parallel Forest, or if you're just stopping by and you want to check out something really creepy, I promise you, this is it right here. Parallel Forest is something you'd want to see because it's crazy.
0: Would you be willing to go with me to the Parallel Forest? Because it yes. sounds like something fun to do. I'm not going
1: to lie. <laughs> yes. I but feel like
0: fall would be a good time to go. Yeah. I'm just saying it won't be super hot
1: let me tell you the details first, and then we'll do a consensus after. All right. See if you still want to go.
0: All right. Sound I'm, good? I'm listening. Okay.
1: The Parallel Forest has two different stories to it. The one that, like, is newer, and the one, like, the original story behind it. So I'm going to tell you the new story, and then I'm going to tell you the origins. The Parallel Forest was created by the federal government as an experiment and hopes to minimize the effects of the Dust Bowl. It spans over 16 acres and over 20,000 redwoods were planted there. The weird thing is, they planted the trees 6 feet apart so that the trees would go straight up and not outwards towards each other. So really, no matter which way you look, if you're inside the forest, there's a tree in every direction. And it's weird looking.
0: I can see people getting <laughs> lost.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people get
0: lost. I bet. Especially since it sounds like it's all very pre-planned and very, yeah, um, like, meticulous. So if there's oh, probably yeah. not much to differentiate where
1: mm-hmm. you are. You ever see those military memorials where they just have, like, the headstones and they're all, like, perfectly placed? Yeah. It's like that. But you're in, like, a fucking forest. So the leaves of the trees, they create a canopy from the sun offering a lot of shade. So it's pretty dim and kind of dark up in there, like any time of the day. It's pretty eerie. I'll post a picture to our Instagram people who have visited the parallel forest have said that in the center there's this hole and then there's like what looks like a fire pit but also a place where people did ritual like satanic rituals and stuff
0: so is it like confirmed people did satanic rituals or is it just like i think
1: people are speculating because that's what it looks like i think like horror movies have you know kind of given people that assumption that like that's probably like the most eerie thing you can imagine i think something
0: to take into consideration with this rumor is that we live, like you said, we live in the Bible Belt. Every, there's a church on every corner. I don't think that rumor necessarily is something we should put a lot of like value into.
1: Yeah, take it with a grain of salt for sure. And also for years, people have been telling tales of spotting covens at the altar in the middle of the forest to perform all kinds of strange magic and ceremonies. Some have claimed to see dark cloak figures at the altar along with hearing chants
0: just to be clear these are this is all hearsay nothing is proven right nothing is set in stone (laughs) that was
1: pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) look i'm dad status now so yeah pretty bad and pretty good right it's good bad bad good so so like like you said it's just it's hearsay it's speculation it kind of reminds me of like in the 80s or whatever when people like had satanic panic You know, who were, like, freaking out about, like, Satanism. Like, they didn't fucking know what Satanism, like, what it consists of, you know? Yeah. They just know that it's not Christian, so therefore it has to be horrible and bad. Just look it up if you're curious.
0: I think we also need to take into consideration that this is, we live in the Bible Belt. Yes. Um, There is a church on every corner...
1: Yes. Literally a church on every corner. It's
0: not weird. Just, anyway. So this anyway, is not a religious a podcast,
1: but we just went off on a religious tangent. So moving along. Looking at it, it really does just look like a fire pit.
0: A big elaborate fire right? pit.
1: Right? It doesn't really look sinister to me. Yeah. You know, it just looks like it's a fucking fire pit in the middle of this drab, dark, eerie place. To me, it just gives off very, are you afraid of the dark, uh, Midnight Society vibes. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up this point again, re-recording the past (laughs) 10 minutes pretty much.
1: but... This is the third time we've had to record this. It is. Just so y'all know out there.
0: It is. It's been been weird. But anyway, we need to have like an Are You Afraid of the Dark campfire story time where we record outside.
1: So over the years, visitors have claimed to hear all kinds of stuff. They hear noises, they see ghost people, they hear growling, they see red eyes, etc. Like everything in the book they're seeing it in the forest. Which if I was a lost soul and like doomed to the earth for all of eternity forever and ever and ever which doesn't exist then i would be in a forest like these dudes for sure
0: i would love to live in a forest anyway the only thing that's stopping me is i have an awful allergy to trees so
1: <laughs> you're like a little forest nymph little I fairy would, nymph in the
0: i forest. would love to be like a witch who has a cottage in a forest and just <sighs> you be a good live? witch
1: though huh you'd be a little white witch yeah yeah, witch. yeah yeah
0: i think that would that would be so fun So
1: apparently it's really easy to get turned around and to get lost in the parallel forest because everything looks the same. Uh, And also it's obviously super haunted. There's some kind of mystical power that comes from forests or like heavily wooded areas. I can see that.
0: I feel that with nature in general. Yeah. Like even oh, yeah. just like plants in my backyard or plants in someone else's yard because mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of plants in my yard. Um, yeah. Because I I don't have a green thumb at all.
1: Well, and you're allergic to everything under the sun, honey. I am. I am. Cool. It's, it's awful. <laughs> Do you remember I told you there were two parts to the parallel forest? Yes. So before it was renamed the Parallel Forest, it was officially called the Cedar Planting. It was created under the direction of Superintendent Frank Rush in 1912. The trees were planted to provide wood for future park projects. It had 100 rows in one direction and 200 in the other. The grove occupies 16 acres of the refuge's acreage of 59,000. Supposedly, during the Prohibition era, outlaws and lawmen use the forest to dispose of enemies and bury evidence. Everything from bodies to bootleg treasures. The bootleg treasure! (laughs) Okay, what do you think about that? Thoughts? Questions? I might have answers and other thoughts?
0: I can see outlaws going in to the parallel forest. When I think of outlaws, though, I think of, like, before the gold rush, before, like, old westerns, like, right as cities were forming. Yeah. All that like wild wild west like type. wild bill yes
1: billy the kid
0: no i like billy button dan better
1: billy button dan he's at it again he's the belly button bandit <laughs> and he's coming for your belly button lent
0: <laughs> gross gross i don't like it <laughs> i have another question before we continue on okay. um talking about like cryptids and stuff since Oklahoma has a Bigfoot hunting season, do you think the parallel forest is like the prime place to look for Bigfoot? Especially since there's like glowing eyes or red eyes that are seen in the forest.
1: I think it's possible. Um, Bigfoot also ties into my next story, and I think to yours too. Somewhere,
0: I don't think or so. Yosemite.
1: Anyway, no, I think it's um, I think it's just yours. Oh, okay, um, I was listening to this podcast called Unsolved Mysteries. It's based off the TV show. It's really good. Um, this man had an encounter with what he thought was a Yeti. This thing was like nine foot tall or something like that. What the and, hell? And um it scared him so bad. He reached out to like a Yeti group or something. So like the president of the group like contacted him and was like, hey, we believe your story. So then they like corroborated stories and realized that he had actually seen something that was like the Yeti. The president of this group was saying that he thinks that Yeti not just one creature. It's several creatures and it's an entire species.
0: I thought you were creatures. going somewhere else. I thought you <laughs> I thought you were going to say that the Yeti is multiple creatures like stacked on top of each other oh my that's god that's why he's so tall like, three kids in a trench coat
1: yeah like three kids in a trench coat or three short sure. people
0: in a trench coat
1: three short tiny adorable people in a trench coat yeah three underage kids Yes. trying to get into the movies kind of like on space jam that's exactly those little
0: monsters. that's exactly what i was thinking yeah. they could all be in a yeti suit you never know They could
1: be that was the conclusion that he'd come across that why would there be so many different yetis and sightings all over what it that it's actually a species and there are multiple of them
0: not to try to like get to just talk about cryptids on this episode since we're talking about (laughs) national parks Uh but i just find it really weird that like unless they're like super intelligent and Mm -hmm. have a way to travel really quickly or a way to travel without being seen yeah i feel like if they were a species that we would have discovered them since the u.s is so compact and yeah, there's like miles and miles of forests that people mm. really don't wander into and are unexplored. I don't know. I just find it kind of weird. Well, <clears throat> it's
1: super interesting. If you want to hear it, go to Unsolved Mysteries uh, and listen to the very last episode. I would so love good. to. So
0: good. Also, every time I hear about the Yeti or like Bigfoot, I automatically think of Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. A hundred percent. In my mind, that's that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah, I feel like we can just have, like, take him home with us. Have, if I find one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to take him home with me. <laughs> and he's going to be, like, my, my best my friend. Now.
1: He's mine my, now. He's my pet. I'm raising him. He's
0: my well, yeti I my mean, yeti if baby. he's sentient, he wouldn't be a pet, but he can be, like, a <laughs> roommate. Well,
1: and then he can walk and use uh, his feet and his hands so he can, like, do chores and stuff right like he's 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 earning his keep right he's taking out the trash i can
0: take i can teach him how to cook (laughs) right what
1: do you think he would cook probably meat (laughs) here is a mud pie for my baby kelly (laughs) here enjoy that'd be great
0: i don't i don't (laughs) think he would
1: so that was the story of the parallel forest i would like to move on to my next story we've been Recording for like eight hours now.
0: Feels like, yeah.
1: next park I'm going to do is the Yosemite National Park. Yosemite Valley was established on October 1st, 1890. And let me tell you, it existed way before that. It doesn't matter. Several people have claimed to found Yosemite Valley, but that's not the case. Tribes have lived there for a very long time, over 4,000 years. I mean, that's a long time. Um, As far as I know, one of my stories does come from one of the tribes that did live there. It was the seventh tribe. Okay. So there's probably way more, and I'm sure a lot of them uh, lived simultaneously inside the yeah. park. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about the Park itself, but I want to go into some experiences that have happened inside the park. If I were to go into detail about the park, oh my God, it would be like a two-part episode. And ain't nobody got time for that. Okay, I know I don't. Do you, Kelly?
0: (laughs) I don't know. This might be a two-part episode.
1: Uh, Sometimes when our episodes are too long, we usually make them a two-parter. So yeah, we might split this one up, just FYI. Yeah, For the future. We shall see. So like I said, I'm going to tell a few stories that have to do, they're like tribe stories, folklore. And we just want to tell you straight up, we want to pay homage to these stories but we also understand that they have been severely whitewashed and um we don't know all the details to these stories so please forgive us and if you do know the actual stories to these like with all the details please let us know uh we would like to tell your story get it out there i think kelly and i are both natural truth seekers we like knowledge and we we like to know the history of things that's just kind of how we roll and if we can do it any better than what we have now we would like to so there's my soapbox i'm gonna get off of it now uh email us at at gmail.com if you going to tell us any any tribe stories i guess okay moving along so there's an ancient legend from the awanachi tribe awanachi tribe i want to get it right i'm sorry if i got it wrong no disrespect as the legend is told two women were picking up berries at the top of the falls when a mist swirled upward when one of the women got a little too close the wind made a shrieking sound and threw her down in the rough rocky water The chief believed that it was a siren, which is an evil spirit, also known as the Pohono. He then forbade them to go near the water. And over the years, the waterfalls of Yosemite have claimed many hikers' lives. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's directly related to this story, and I, I can't definitively say yes or no. But I do know that people get real stupid around water, and I have no fucking idea why. Well,
0: water's scary and dangerous.
1: Yeah, like it no is. matter
0: where you're that's,
1: at, if you just get a tiny bit in your lungs, that shit can fucking kill you, and that yeah. ter- that's fucking scary.
0: Apparently, kids can drown within seconds. Yeah, it just takes a little bit of water yep, in their lungs, it, and they're mm-hmm. they're drowned. So that does not surprise me running water in general mm-hmm. like a waterfall yeah that's going to cause a current and that's going to pull you absolutely under. in
1: 1866 the park's first ranger glenn clark reported that he kept hearing cries that sounded like a dog in distress he then asked a local native tribe about it and they told him that it was in fact not a dog at all the tribe's people told him that it was the spirit of an indian boy who had drowned in the lake years prior the little boy cries out to anyone close enough to hear him in the hopes of luring them into the lake and dragging them to their death spooky
0: that's really ominous yeah it sounds like it's malevolent too
1: oh yeah yeah it's supposed to be a siren like sirens aren't your your friend they're like hey girl what's up no mm-hmm. they whistle and you're dead like they it, it almost reminds me of a kelpie yeah. to a degree I think we reference a lot of stuff in this episode. Like, we're always talking about all kinds of shit. Yeah. You know? We're just talking shit. But like, we're just shit, shit, shit. We're just shitting. Uh, <laughs> we're just shit. shit. I'm just We're kidding. just shit. We're, we're just, just shit. We are literal shit babies. <laughs>
0: we are the shit.
1: <laughs> we're the so. shit, man. Like, duh shit. Like.
0: <laughs> abso fucking
1: We love shit. <laughs> So I do have a ghosty story that comes from Yosemite. Pretty vague, uh, but there wasn't a lot of information on it because I don't think people really know the backstory Mm -hmm. of this person. So there is a ghost that has been seen by many campers at Camp 6, and it is said to be the ghost of a former camper who committed suicide. People say if you peek out between the hours of 11 p.m. and 3 a.m., you might see his ghost swinging from a wooden doorframe. To this day, no one knows why he took his own life because he did not leave a note. So I know you'll enjoy this and we've talked about this uh, earlier in the episode, but Yosemite is the home of Bigfoot a.k.a. Yeti, a.k.a. your boyfriend, a.k.a. your best friend, a.k.a. the pet that you have now that makes (laughs) you mud pies. Hmm. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I think Bigfoot lives in Oklahoma because we have an official Bigfoot hunting season. So I wonder if he like moved from Yosemite to the parallel forest. I'm just saying.
1: Yo, yo, Yosemite. (laughs) um, He traveled on Bigfoot on his big feet.
0: What are your thoughts about Bigfoot?
1: I don't know if it exists exactly like in the capacity that we think think i kind of agree with what i said earlier about how i think it might be a species of like human there's some kind of supernatural aspect to them and they only come out at night or in heavily wooded areas maybe they're like vampires just my opinion i don't have any clue Except if it's true or not.
0: they don't drink your blood
1: the last thing i'm gonna say about this um there are two stories i wanted to tell i wanted to make them available to the audience so did you know that yosemite has actually had a serial killer and it was like in the 90s um, i'm not gonna tell you that story on this episode but i will cover it so if you decide to purchase or tear that will be the first story that you'll get is the serial killer of yosemite that will be available to you and that's the end of of mine i didn't go into too much detail because there's just so much content there yeah. i feel like in the future we could uh, we bounce visit? back to some of these stories and we yeah. will for and sure there's
0: so many national parks we're barely scratching the surface
1: i mean you could have a podcast based on that and i think there is a podcast about missing persons cases yeah. uh and parks and deaths it wouldn't, that su- stuff.
0: It wouldn't surprise me yeah.
1: it wouldn't surprise me either the music in this podcast is by the band The Daddios. This is Kelly. And I'm Arlo. And you're listening to Crazy
0: Hexy Ghoul. We'll see you next time. Is this it? Is this the end? Bye. Mm-hmm.